1960, ITV executive Sidney Newman asked Brian Clemens to rework the Ian Hendry suspense show Police Surgeon into something called The Avengers. The programme lasted almost the entire decade of the 1960s and became integral in shaping the mod scene in England. Some of its stars, Honor Blackman, Diana Rigg and Patrick McNee, became icons of the spy movie culture that ran rampant through the middle part of that decade. These Avengers don't wear tights, they don't wield magic hammers or fancy shields, but the women are stunningly beautiful and squeezed into tight leather cat suits, so there is that. Join Thomas DJ, top professional, and Scott McGregor, talented amateur, as they journey through an England that didn't exist, but maybe should have, with umbrella, charm, and bowler. You know, that other Avengers podcast. Welcome, yet again, to With Umbrella, Charm, and Bowler, the show that when the leather comes on, shit gets real. <laughs> it usually does, yes. <laughs> I, I am Tom DJ, top professional. And I'm uh, Scott McGregor, uh, talented amateur. And today we are covering, we're, we're still in season four, we're, we're, we had our little Venus Smith uh, trip season two episode four yeah this is season two episode four so we're back with with kathy gale for bullseye originally called dead on target okay when did they so, change when did they change that i mean uh probably probably during production right hey it's like six of one half a dozen of the other this it, it doesn't seem like it's a really bad dead on target's actually a better title in my mm. opinion but you know hey well there is actually a dead body behind a target yeah you know there you go um it was first uh broadcast on october 20th 1962 uh the writer was eric pace p-a-i-c-e and the director was peter hammond and as i mentioned this is this is a a kathy gale episode Mm -hmm. very good one yeah it's very much in fact it's very much kathy's episode. yeah i mean steve just shows up for kind of like three little cameos basically yeah (laughs) yeah he's there um you know he's there to, to, to set her up to you know help her out at the very end and then to uh try to cock block him yeah 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 which yeah did Kathy pap that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know. It seemed like it. That's what's, that's one of the things I like about Kathy Gale. She is very much her own person. Yeah, she, she keeps her options open. Yep, and she's just as uh, you know flirtatious as uh, Steed can be. So yeah, it was oh, okay. some good stuff. I just watched this. I could probably give us a little recap okay. if you want. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we start out at the uh, the Anderson Arms uh, manufacturing sales place. Is it just Anderson Arms uh, Limited or something like that? And uh, there's just busy office work going on, and you know, a couple of administrative assistants looking for some, uh, you know, some paperwork and such and uh one of them comes upon mr anderson himself i think it was mr anderson right or yeah is it just another nameless uh stockholder because we get to see a lot of them um but mr anderson has apparently killed himself um although i believe the gun fell from like the top of a shelf so that should have been the cop's first uh 
you know, um, clue that it might not have been self-inflicted since the gun was like 10 feet away from the body. Um, <laughs> so uh, soon after that, we, we, we get a board of directors meeting where they're, you know, obviously trying to mop up or, or answer questions from the shareholders on what's going to happen uh, after the departure of dear Mr. Anderson. And uh, we we see Kathy Gill shows up, and she um, she's apparently owns now twenty percent of uh, stock in Anderson, and uh, she has just recently bought it, so she is now a big vote in uh, in the board. While well, she gets put on the board of directors by the shareholders because she's the only one there that like asks any decent questions. Up. Yep, and so she's in there, and soon after we, we we see a scene with her and Steed, and I think it was after, right? He didn't give her the eggs till after the boardroom scene, correct? I'm not sure. I think yeah. it was before, but it, it does. This is the first of the three times Steed shows up. Yeah. And but he gives her a little gas, uh, gift of some, uh, I believe it was gull eggs. You yeah. Know, that you know, with you know, she should wait till they hatch. You know, keep them till they hatch because there's a pistol underneath them. Yep. You know, his little gift to her, and I don't know why she needs Steed to bring. You know, that was just an excuse to have Steed show up because Kathy's yeah. got plenty of her own guns, as we've seen. Oh yeah, in Kathy. her first episode, she <laughs> 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 uh, didn't really need his stuff. Although she's got some bigger guns, she's got like big hunting guns and big muskets yeah. and stuff like that. And so I guess Steed is the man for the the little you know easily concealable pistols. So he's good for that. Um, but we find out obviously that he's you know behind it somehow, and that uh, he, he, him, and his shady bosses or whatever um, have arranged to buy the stock, you know, and so she could get her way in there and kind of find out what's going on. Because we find out that a lot of Anderson Arms has been um, potentially smuggled. being smuggled to conflicts in Africa, and and Steed is all about trying to keep things from escalating in Africa this, this episode, which I thought was Well, oh, it, it's of cool. interest to uh, Kathy because of her background. Right. right. But uh, she she shows that she can work a boardroom as well as she can mm-hmm. an, an anthropology you know, anthropology project. So uh, she's written very strongly and very capable on this, this episode. And she really does some great work. Ultimately, we, we keep losing shareholders, and there's also this man named Cade who, you know, is kind of angled as our, our prime suspect because he's just kind of a speculator. He likes, yeah. you know, he's he's like, you know, a 1960s version of, you know, the Wall Street barons that would just go and buy up businesses and liquidate them and, you know, and all this stuff and he's jump on low be... stock prices. Ronald Rad, who plays Cade. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like he was set up to be a bad guy, but it doesn't turn out that way, which is kind of cool. Right, right. Well, you know, it's arguable. He's he's still kind of one of these people that goes and wrecks businesses and, and fires people, mm-hmm. you know. But but he's he's not a murdery bad guy, you know. So so that's something in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, so the big question is, Kathy has to investigate and find out. Who's often everybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and who shareholders start dropping like flies? Mm-hmm. And uh, one even behind a target. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of like a, a cool sequence where they, where they find uh, Kathy's been testing one of the guns, mm-hmm. and there's uh, turns out there's a recently murdered shareholder. Um. Right behind, you know, behind target. that target. <laughs> yeah. So of course, 
now all of a sudden Kathy is a suspect. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know what? What ends up happening? Of course, let's see. Let's see who who's who's surviving. We got the uh, the secretary uh, played by I think that's that's Judy Parfit who plays okay, Miss Ellis. Miss Ellis, yes. And um, we have oh, what is his the one guy who you know harassment guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely harassment guy. It's hard to tell on IMDb here because a lot of them are posting like their more recent pictures, so I don't recognize them from from the Avengers. Uh, Carl, Carl was like the the kind of mysterious bad guy who we find out later is the smuggler. I think it was. Uh, Reynolds was another shareholder that went down. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to find who who creepy guy maybe was. Charles Carson, maybe? Now that was Brigadier Williamson. Uh, hmm. Not sure. Uh, I'm not seeing him here. Fred Ferris, maybe? No, that was an inspector. Yeah. Felix D. Bank, was that young, maybe? Mm-hmm. I, well, let's just call him harassment guy yeah, because okay. <laughs> he's handsy with everybody. Yeah, almost rapey actually in, yes. at one point. <laughs> so obviously, you know, there's shade thrown on him. And it's like, well, maybe he's the killer because he's obviously not real respectful of people's boundaries, which no. includes murder sometimes. That seat shows up again, briefly. Yeah. You know, kind of checking out his stuff. Yeah. Yes, you see, he does math in, this, in, in that scene. <laughs> yeah. And, and learns that Kathy, what she just like has like it's like a six thousand pound profit from from everything. Yeah. You know, Steed's obviously getting a little finder's fee bonus on this whole financial yeah. tri- transaction, so he's keeping an eye on the stock prices. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then of course. In comes it, Kathy agrees to sell to Cade, and Cade gets like you have till tomorrow to give me an inventory of everything. And it's during this. Uh, that, that, oh, let me actually take a look at plot synopsis. Well, the weird thing is, is that there almost seems to be a plot hole. Well, she she does some investigative work. Obviously, she's down. You know, checking out all the books of the company and everything now that she has the right to. Right. And um, she goes to meet with Kate the first time, but she does it under an alias of uh, a magazine reporter to interview him, basically. <laughs> but then later, she just shows up as Kathy Gale, or he just summons yeah. her as Kathy Gale. Like, well, wait, well, the, the what thing is just that she <laughs> intentionally chooses a magazine that she knew he owned so he would know right that yeah that it, that it was a, a a trick and be intrigued and want to know what's going on okay yeah there you go so so anyway the, the, the uh, rapey guy yeah harassment guy is uh young played by felix debank okay yeah and uh when Cade comes in and makes his show it panics young because it turns out young is the smuggler or, yeah, with, one of the accomplices to uh, what's yes. his Carl there. Yeah. Yes, working with his uh, wife and um, and Carl, played by Bernard Kay, who is our Doctor Who connection mm-hmm. uh, for this episode. 
And then comes the great the great scene where she walks into in the leather outfit. So you know she means business. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, confronts the other smuggler, it turns out, and the killer. Which is, uh, uh, what's his name? Miss uh, Ellis. It's Young's wife, right, wasn't it? No, or... no, it was Miss Ellis. Oh, okay, she's one of the secretaries then. Yeah, one of the, the, the head secretary, the sec- head secretary, not the uh, little cute girl. Who, the young was uh, always after it and almost, always almost touching right. yeah. inappropriately. <laughs> yeah. This is, I, it was the 60s, folks, but still, this is kind of. Yeah, it, it was bad in this one. <laughs> it's kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, but I, I liked I like Kate a lot. I like that he was. I like he he has to be our eccentric for this this episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just he's he's Gordon Gecko, man. He's just yeah. <laughs> he's and I just... love the fact he he keeps the uh, he keeps his apartment at a particular at, degree, so it matches his house in the Bahamas. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So man, and yeah. I love I love he, he's one of these people. I I don't he was one of these people that is just like very much a straight shooter, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going well. How how do you what do you think is your decorating style? Vulgar. Yeah, yeah, vulgar. Yeah. And I love the fact that 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 when Kathy scolds him at the end of the episode for you had me up all night. He says, doing what? Yeah. Doing that inventory. I said, oh, I just say that to ev- every time I take over a company. Yeah, yeah, it puts the fear of God into them. Yeah, because he sells it. He sold. He gets Anderson under his control. Yeah. And ultimately, and sells it. it within hours to, you know, Japanese company. <laughs> and there is that weird scene at Cade's place where you get the impression that Cade and Kathy are going to hook up. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Um, even though, even though Steed is literally dragging her out of the room. Yeah, or attempting to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still say retroactively that Steed has tapped that as far as Kathy. Okay. There's, there's just something going on there. Maybe not doing it now, but at one point they, they <laughs> fell into bed and, you know, maybe have thought better of it since then, or maybe she's thought better of it and he hasn't. Um, but he, he still burned a candle for her. There's somewhere yeah. along the line. Uh, whether it's unrequited or not, we don't know. But <laughs> but they play great. They have amazing chemistry together. So. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, but then again, keep him, as I think we mentioned in an earlier episode, um, Steed was, uh, uh, Patrick Knee was very much for the female, um, for the female partners. Oh, yeah. He encouraged the, the casting of them and he worked with them. So, and he felt more comfortable apparently opposite them. Yeah, and this was all Kathy's episode. I mean, yeah. he was just kind of an afterthought, if anything. And she even he even gets you know, I think she maybe slapped him in the balls or something. Actually, right. there's this one little. <laughs> uh, this could be a vacation episode. I'm not sure. Oh right, We're, uh... okay, because uh, the tradition usually is, and you, it becomes very obvious when we get to the seasons four, five, and six, mm-hmm. that um, they give one episode, a one episode break to each, to both Steed, to both Steed and his partner. Right. So the partner does the, the bulk of the work and Steed comes in for one or two sh- shots, but otherwise has the week off. Yeah. So I'm, I'm 
think, considering how little Steve shows up, that this might very well be uh, one of those vacation episodes. Yeah, he even rocks two different hats again. You know, yes. There's three scenes in this, so yeah, something was going on. He had to come in on a Tuesday or something, shoot, <laughs> shoot a scene, you know, forgot his bowler on the Wednesday when yeah. he had to come back. and he went with the other hat. <laughs> so he starts out with the bowler, but then it's, it's yeah. the other hat the other two times. And the thing that strikes me is, once again, Kathy seems to be so much smarter than Steve. Oh, yeah, totally, especially in this one. She just gets lots of great expositional, you know, financial talk, and, and there's all kinds of stockholder stuff going on that I barely understand myself. And <laughs> Um, so yeah, amazing episode for her. Uh, yeah, not overly exciting. Well, I mean, quite a few murders in this one, and and, and there was a good twist to it. I admit I was really kind of taken, I wasn't really surprised by it, but it was it was great that they're you know they start out trying to angle you towards okay, well yeah. it's whoever it's this Kate guy that's hiring people to to knock off the shareholders so he can maybe buy their shares earlier you know easier but in reality it's the smuggler essentially or that little ring that's offing them so that the company doesn't get sold because they have right. their nice little smuggling job you know side project going on and if the company isn't uh, in the hand of that board anymore then the the little game is up so right yeah so that was clever it was, it was a clever plot but I, I do think it was a, sl a slight bit of a come down from Mr. Teddy Bear. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, how can you compete? And it, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the over the top spy stuff in this, but there was yeah. some some good you know intrigue. You, you can't go wrong with a good arms arms smuggling story. You know, there's always some good mm -hmm. stuff there. Um, and yeah, Kathy just ruled. I mean, there was not really too much for fights or anything like yeah. that. Pretty much none. Uh, the gunplay was all mostly off screen. Um, and well, there was some blank, you know, Kathy just, I mean, when they're doing like the inventory and, and Kathy reveals her hand and does her Hercule Poirot speech to, to the yes. woman that actually murdered people, you know, she, she's just standing there and the woman's got, you know, and it, it's basically Chekhov's rifle. You know, they, they, right. the guy that's helping them originally is like, oh, you want me to take that rifle upstairs? No, just set it there, you know. And so it was basically you know Cappy. Like. It was Cappy setting this woman up because she knew she'd grab the rifle and tried to shoot her with it. So, and we find out there were blanks in it. There because, were blanks in yeah. there. Yeah. You know who, who? Speaking speaking of the of the, the gun rage, I liked the character of the the. I guess he's the the armament man. The armament. Uh, right. right Assembler. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. the guy the guy in the basement. Yeah. Inventory uh, control warehouse foreman, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I should be actually. So was that Robin Went Wentworth? Because I think that's what I call him in here is the foreman. Yeah, that's so, that's, yeah. that's who who we're talking about. Yeah. And there's this this lovely little scene between him and Kathy just before they discover the body behind the the target. Yeah, that makes me feel like he, you know, that we there was going to be more of him than yeah, there yeah. was in the episode. Yeah. Yep, because they're just talking guns, and she's, you know, he's just kind of impressed and, and taken with that she's, she's knows her gunplay and, and is such a great shot, yeah. and he's just like, ooh. <laughs> 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 Quite the eye on you, my dear. Yeah. Yes. So, um, 
unfortunately, no champagne. No, very, very little drinking. I don't drink. think there's much of anything in, no, in no this No drinking. Episode. It's a very straightforward plot and uh, uh, no nightclubs, you know, uh, 60s concern. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, you know, the colonial stuff going on in, in Africa was yeah. everyone's concern back then. You're going to see a couple. There are a couple of episodes that are, are concerned with, uh, with African, with like emerging African nations at the yeah, time. Yeah. Well, you know, let's, um, let's face it, the crown mucked about in Africa quite a bit <laughs> you know, throughout history, so as have we. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it keeps it grounded, keeps it relatable, especially to people in Great Britain at the time. So, so um, just very well acted all, all around. Yeah, there was, uh, and thank goodness it was in England. It was in England itself, so we didn't have to worry about anybody not doing their accents. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, re- reasonably small cast. I mean, actually, it was kind of a big cast. I mean, you had several shareholders that we got good little scenes with, so they had, you know, their demises had some impact. Not so much that Reynolds mm-hmm. guy. He was like, "Hi, this is Reynolds," and then he's dead. Um, but like, we got to, you know learn a little bit it's the brigadier i believe in the beginning who's testing one of you know the, the pistols and, and he's right. like yeah, better keep this close to me i may need this yeah, it didn't work it didn't help you because it was somebody uh that you trusted that shot your ass like it always is right and so yeah but yeah so, good, little, uh, good little character parts in this so um as i mentioned bernard k is our uh, Doctor Who connection. He goes on in a couple of years to appear in the Colony in Space during the John Pertwee years. And Robin Wentworth, who played the foreman, plays a, a military man. No, no, he plays a professor in the Damons, which is also from the Pertwee era. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I haven't, I haven't found much of anything else. Uh, let's take a look at Mr. Pace. Because I don't recognize his name. Um, well, he, he was, he was, it looks like he was primarily a, uh, a television, uh, writer. He's written, he writes a bunch of Avengers episodes, um, for this season and next. So, uh, we will be encountering him again. Um, and uh, what, el- what else can we talk about this episode? Uh, I don't know. I have a little uh, story from the garage show gloat um, area, okay. though. Uh, okay. I actually, we, we talked about it, may- I think it was maybe last month's episode that I had found some VHS Avengers tapes. Mm-hmm. Well, I found some DVDs this, mo- this week. Oh, cool. Just last week. So I think I've got. Can you turn around and make a lot of noise? And- actually read this to you. Uh, yeah, I found four sets of double DVDs, two, four from 66, mm-hmm. and four from 65. Okay. I think it's only like a couple episodes each, uh, mm-hmm. each DVD, but uh, yeah, when we get to this in our podcast, I can watch it on my nice, lovely, yeah. large TV screen, so yeah, that's going to be that. Yeah, I've got. um, I'm actually holding it in my hand now. I've got, um, for some bizarre reason, and this was a couple of years ago. uh, Anchor Lionsgate released 
all the Emma Peel episodes, mm-hmm. all 51, but it's like they never did anything else. So it was like I was hoping that we're going to get other, you know, we were going to get like. I think this uh, is generally what that is because she's the yeah. one on every cover. There's uh, almost okay. no Steed at all. Oh, there's Steed on one of them. Okay. There, yeah. <laughs> well, there has to be Steed. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all uh, Emma in, in some of her finest outfits uh, on the rest of the boxes. <laughs> yes. And of course, what did you make of that? I don't know what you would call it that, that, that Kathy wears in the last act. Ah, uh, just very pleasant that, to like, look at. Leather suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She looked particularly lovely in this episode. Um, <laughs> for some reason, it was, it was that strong woman thing. That's you know, I'm a yeah. sapiosexual too. So, uh, yeah, intelligent strong women are just do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, just uh, just she owned her part throughout all of this. Yeah. I was actually just amazed how like you know um good an actress she is i mean she's not you know doing any hamlet up there or anything but i mean she's she just owns the part she just inhabits it and you don't feel like hey she's she's erased the the pussy galore from my brain in any any way is what i'm saying because that was my biggest hurdle originally that's all i'd ever seen her in and and it's a similar animal in this but she's she's just a very Shows herself to be a very um, adequate is not the word. But it's the only thing I can think of for some reason. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as good a spy as, as Steve, she knows her craft. Yeah. So. And Steve knows to let her do her do her job. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so. smart. He delegates authority well. You know, he, <laughs> he knows everyone's better at stuff than he is. Yeah. And so. <laughs> well. Sadly, next episode. Uh-huh. Go downhill again. <laughs> well, we get the one of the two episodes uh, featuring Dr. Bernard King. Oh, yes. Tell me. Tell me this Dr. is a. Bernard King. This is one of the, the two episodes that were already written for season two before Ian Hendry left. Right. And because it had such a medical angle, they couldn't give it to Kathy or to Venus. So they literally, I I get the impression, they just literally crossed out Dr. Keel and put in Dr. King. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a bad one. I'm 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 giving you... So I'm going to rock the extra coffee for this one because it's going to put me to sleep. Okay. Duly noted. (laughs) Two... Oh, the two King episodes are dreadful. <laughs> Although we get we get to see Steed undercover. Which oh, is good, good. So, um, but yeah, next next episode that we will be for next for next time we will be covering Mission to Montreal. Okay. It even has a boring name, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah well, you know, you don't think of a lot of spy stuff going on in Canada, so. <laughs> oh. Wait until we get to the end of the New Avengers. Uh, okay, the New Avengers came about back in the seventies when uh, a French production company did a they did a uh, somebody did a commercial for wine or champagne or something featuring McNee and Linda Thorson, and the producer goes up to Brian Clemens. This producer says. Why aren't you making any more Avengers? So Clemens put together a French 
Canadian uh, consortium to fund the new Avengers. Oh, no kidding. Okay. But the um, the trick was that they had to set a certain amount of episodes in France and in Canada. And I seem to recall that one of the French episodes is one of the better episodes of the new Avengers. Mm-hmm. And one of the Canadian episodes, and they, they make a big deal out of it, they have a special sign, the new Avengers in Canada! Uh, <laughs> is absolutely dreadful. Is uh, it, it has to be seen to believe it's so bad. Uh, but yeah, so, but we have a long way to go before we get there. Right now we have... Uh, Doc, there's only two times we have to endure him. Yeah, good. good. I mean, at least I, I, I know that uh, Venus didn't exactly light your fire, but I think she's got a nice, uh, like a, a nice sort of uh, snappy patter. Yeah, no, it just wasn't nope. the best episode in the world, so I'm yeah. open to seeing her. Had no problem with the character, but it just didn't give her much to do except said be. Uh, <laughs> be a sleaze factor to try to convince El Presidente right. to do something. <laughs> uh, I got a that, news update. I know we mentioned last week yes. uh, about where we could watch the Avengers or people yes, could watch I've one of us. That, yeah, it's that, like that it's Tubi gone from Tubi now, yeah. Okay. Unless they're hiding it somehow. But If her, you guys know of a, of a way, uh, of a, a place where it's available, let us know. Um, we also, also on our news, we have a special Facebook page now. Yes, we do. That's right. Yes. Uh, so you go to go to Facebook and go put in with Umbrella Charm and Bowler and there we are. Yep. All um, things all things Steed and at this point Steed and, and Gail. Yeah, we've been getting some uh get a few new members. Oh, we got a new member actually. Oh good. Okay. Eighteen we're up to. Um Okay. Few of which I've cajoled into joining us, uh, but that's cool. Um, so yeah, we'll be uh, posting any Avengers news. Not well, a lot of that's going to be coming out, but we'll be posting every show and uh, yeah. yeah the only thing come on that, in that, and discuss. Yeah, I think the only thing that's being produced, so to speak, I think Big Finish is still doing Avengers. Let me yeah. see. I'm thinking there's not a lot of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> So what the the event? What and maybe we, we if we can find access to this, maybe we can do we can do these uh, as like a subgroup. Um, yeah. Okay. So what they did is Big Finish is doing Avengers episode. Uh, is doing. Um, they started out with the doing adaptations of all the sixty one episodes, the lost episodes. Mm-hmm. Then they adapted. Um, then they, they adapted the the very curious book, Too Many Targets, which came out in the eighties, I think. Which is a novel. Which is a novel which features all the compa- all the the partners. Oh, all right. And now they're adapting apparently uh, the comic strips. That appeared in the '60s with uh, Steed and Tara King. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So with uh, so yeah, actually I'm gonna put a, I'll put a yeah put it in our page. 
get on our page so you and um yeah so that's like the only thing that, that's coming and apparently they are they are hinting that they're going to do some Steed and Peel. So what the comics mean? I guess so. Yeah. Um, so because they have ca- they have cast. Uh, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it now. There is a there is a Mrs. Peel there. So hmm, nice. So. Well, hopefully you can start getting some more listeners because we we yeah. yet to get more emails. Um, but you, you can email us, and we still have an ongoing con- contest uh, for you to give us our yeah. little tagline at the end of the show. Um, so you can send your suggestions or anything you want to say. Uh, to it's, we'd love to see as many pages as we could get emailed to us where we could watch this on. Right. Because um, who knows when the other one might go away too. These, these, yeah, that's the these previewing pages are, are you know, have short shelf lives occasionally. Um, but the email is cheapscottproductions at uh, gmail dot com, not at ah, uh, just at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, we need our tagline, or we're just gonna have to make up one ourselves, and that's far too much work for a podcast we're not getting paid for so yeah exactly <laughs> so, but, but the first um, and only prize so far unless i want to give up my i, I don't want to give up my new avengers dvds but i should mention by the way that uh, one of the avengers uh audio plays on big finish mm-hmm. um one of the tara king uh adaptations is free okay you, cool. you do have to register at for um who have to register with Big Finish, but then what are you going to do? They're going to send you stuff, right? Yeah. But that's all right, you know. Yeah, I'm checking it out right now. Oh, they do some Torchwood stuff, too. Yeah. Nice. And Dark Shadows. And... Ooh. Yeah. So there's, there's lots of stuff there. It's not just Doctor Who, although yeah. there's lots of Doctor Who there. Yeah. So, okay, let me just... I'm just signing up right now as we're talking. So... I am a, as I say, you know, I, I love audio drama. I don't listen I, to enough of it. I, I need to start, and I need to start writing my book and listening yeah, to other I know that, books while yeah. I'm doing it. I, I know you're not familiar with Doctor Who, but uh, no, I mean, only from from Eccle, for, like Tom Baker. I kind of yeah. grew up with, and Eccleston on, I know pretty well. But that's about it. Anything else I might have watched has lost my memory, but you can't right. forget Tom Baker's scarf. So. So oh yeah, well, Tom stuck ba- in there. They have Tom. Ba- they have Tom Baker episodes. But the thing that that impresses me is there are certain doctors, uh, particularly my favorite doctor, Doctor uh, Six, Colin Baker, who have kind of been rehabilitated because yeah. of yeah. Big Finish. Yeah, nice. Yeah, um, one of my ex girlfriends was a huge Who fan, and <laughs> she was always always finding stuff like that too. So, so guys, get ready. To uh, go Canadian. Join us in Montreal, I guess. Yes, go into Montreal. Uh, until next time, guys. Um, well, actually, I just want to throw one more yes. thing in here since it, it happened as of just before the recording of this. Uh, R.I.P. to Rutger Howard. You know, oh, yes, yes. All um, those moments will be lost in time like tears and rain. Oh, if you go to uh, my Twitter page, there's already a poll up. 
to determine which uh, Rucker Hauer film I have not seen yet, I get to see and watch as a tribute to the man. Yeah, there, there's a ton of them out there. I'm sure there's a few I haven't even seen. A Hobo with a Shotgun, Chris Honeywell just posted, and I, I still need to watch that one, too. But, yeah, great, great actor, man, and great loss to the, the film industry. Yeah. The last thing I saw him in, he was he was one of the, the shining points of the final seasons of uh, True Blood on mm-hmm. HBO. Um, so it was nice to see him in that. And, yeah, Roy Batty, it's time to die, I guess. So Yeah, oh, every, everything ends eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so go to go to my uh, Twitter page, at NocturneTomDJ, and vote. Yeah, well, no, by this time, it'll already be done, what am I saying? Um, <laughs> so, um, also... Of course, since we're on the lovely Two True Freaks Network, uh, please explore the Two True Freaks um, Network because we have something for everybody. We've got uh, Scott is is we're back. Is it? Can we now call it Weekly Heroics again? For now, yes, because we're we're back doing the Allegiant show uh, and seem to be doing Preacher and the Boys. I'm not sure how I'm going to wrangle my co-host. If you ever like to come on one and <laughs> talk about Legion or Preacher or the Boys, be well, free to Well, I've not times. watched any of those. Yeah, no. I haven't watched any of those. So. Yeah. And, of course, we are also available is, uh, by this time, will be available is uh, Thomas DJ's Watching, my yep. tell and the first thing we are doing is we are choosing we're doing doom patrol and the second episode features a special guest that you may be familiar with <laughs> honestly i've st- I gotta catch up on them i'm so far behind i stopped watching like episode six and doom patrol i see it's just got renewed yeah. for a second season so that's cool so um well man. hopefully i will finish this before the second season comes around and i can <laughs> right. go on to uh the one that i i want to go on to unless um there is a lot of uh you know, a lot of kerfuffle for something else is I'm going to go and, wa- and watch what is simultaneously the most beautiful and most fucked up thing I've ever seen on television. Hannibal. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I, I remember pencil me in for an episode of that because yeah. I, I want to talk Hannibal. I have since I watched it. <laughs> Hannibal uh, is great. No, we were going to cover uh, Swamp Thing on on weekly heroics but then i you know it got canceled literally a day after it came out and i'm just like well, well, I, okay okay let me make a correction of that everyone says it was canceled no they just they just lessened the season order because they didn't have enough money well right but i mean it's not coming back for a second one is my understanding so so yeah, I think it's done, which is just depressing because I don't like, you know, because I hear it's really good and uh, <laughs> I don't want to start watching it now because I don't want more of it. It's like Firefly. If I, you know, known Firefly it only had 13 episodes when I started watching it, probably shouldn't have started watching it, but. Yeah. <sighs> what can you do? So, so um, but yeah, you can, uh, Scott is doing Weekly Heroics. But still doing, um, Garage Gloat with Mr. Honeywell, although we have not gotten out a lot this summer, unfortunately, due to time and Mother Nature and other things. And 
but we got a few good episodes out. I think we have three out for this summer. We should have another one in the can, and we should be going out this weekend. And yeah, that's about it. I haven't done yeah. much else lately. We haven't really done a five minute freak lately or anything like that. So, um, yeah. But there'll be lots of weekly heroics coming out soon, so I do cool. beg you all to listen to that because we and, love covering um, the Garth Ennis stuff. We're also going to be, you know, um, the Honeywell experiment is still ongoing. And um, let's see, by the time this comes out, we'll be getting ready for which episode? Because I know that we're in the middle of the summer of slime as we record. Mm-hmm. But I think that the next episode ah come on yet. no this would come out in August remember so. yes I know it's coming out at the end of August which means I, I want to give them the, the episode for September September exactly I get messed up with that timey wimey stuff of yeah. podcasts myself I'm like how current should we make this because no one will hear it for a month <laughs> mm-hmm. so okay here we go here's the um, slime City. Fantasy Mission Force is in September. Fantasy oh, Mission Force. I, yeah, I gotta start checking some of these out because I Fantasy thought I. Fantasy Mission Force is a film that Jackie Chan agreed to do for a friend of his because the guy was in deep to the triad. <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh, Jackie um, should have just gone and beat up the triads for yeah. him, and he could have saved himself a bad movie. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, well, it, it, it's it's something else. That's all yeah. I will say. <laughs> it is something else, and we, you know, obviously we're also planning uh, our annual Startling Vault crossover, mm-hmm. which usually happens around Christmas time. Uh, we've picked out a film for that. And I think we're also going to address the new Black Christmas remake. Okay, cool. That's coming out from Bloom House at this time. Um, but yeah, there's that. Uh, you can listen to. Um, I, I always get the name of this one: Jagai and Jetty. Jagai's and Jedi, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So popular Star Wars themed, and I think they're in the, about in the middle of doing Rebels now. So. Mm-hmm with various other Star Wars tangents from, from Chris and, and Hope. Uh, so we, did, we just got done doing the... Uh, we, we did all three Star Wars movies within the last year with our local orchestra and just finished up Jedi last week. That was pretty cool. So uh, there's that. There's... Um, is it Jaws? There. So there's plenty of stuff at the Two True Freaks Network for you to enjoy. Oh, teaser too. I've been recruited by Paul Spataro to do uh, me and I believe Hair Metal Hero are going to be doing Guest Editors Month on Back to the Bins, which I've oh, been, okay. been begging them since I started with this podcast network to be on Back to the Bins and I'm finally going to get on. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so very psyched about that and I, now I'm going to just I'm going to have to struggle on what, what comics I'm, I'm going to have to actually choose a comic myself to, to review instead of just being assigned one and Yeah, that's going to take me a month to do by itself is... well, I'm just thanks to Comicology <laughs> I've just gotten back into reading stuff so mm-hmm. um, but there you go anyway uh, folks that's it just be prepared drink plenty of, of scotch and champagne 
bourbon and champagne. No, well, not keep, together. That would that would that would be bad. Yeah, but, that would be very bad. Regardless, um, always keep your towel. I mean, your umbrella handy. And you know. yes, yes, because we're about <laughs> to go to Montreal and meet the probably the least my least favorite of all the companions. <laughs> so, until next time, gentlemen. This dossier is closed. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes. And you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening, and join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. Freaks.